Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Goddess Podcast, authentic conversations with modern medicine women and goddesspreneurs alike, inspiring you to build your queendom with grace. I'm so sorry I haven't been around for a bit, but I've been doing my best. Um, It's kind of funny how this is the episode that I'm coming back on because when I filmed this episode or recorded this episode, I didn't think that I would be sitting in my first ayahuasca ceremony just weeks after. (laughs) So I have been integrating a lot from um, my first ceremony Um, and today's episode is pretty rad because we talked about plant medicines, we talked about cacao, and we talked about uh, San Pedro and ayahuasca and hape, all these beautiful ceremonial practices that have been going on since the time of the ancestors. To be able to talk to Sina Shakti Schellenberger was such a treat because we met through... Instagram and we have a lot of friends, similar friends and homegirls and sisters. And I recently got to meet her in Joshua Tree when she came to Bhakti Fest and she even did her own little cacao ceremony inside the trailer she was staying in. And this carrier of cacao medicine and the ceremonialist and she's just this empower. Like Sheena is so rad. I just absolutely adore her and This has been one of my favorite conversations because it was an opportunity for me to talk about something that I'm extremely passionate about. So passionate about plant medicines and working with these ceremony in a ceremonial setting. You know, I've talked about it a lot this year. I had, uh, we talked about it with maps, uh, when I had Sarah on Sarah Gale from maps about, you know, psychedelic research and how we can have like safe psychedelic practices and even just talking about Sina who was able to do these ceremonies as part of her yoga teacher training which I just think is so powerful in itself and it's I feel like a new bridge that's happening Um, you know there's some teachers that they're talking like a lot of smack about these plant medicines but I'm one of those people that you have to be able to experience it first before you can really have a a really powerful opinion, (laughs) Um, especially, you know, talking down um, on a sacrament that is really helping a lot of people overcome PTSD and paranoia than the fact that they're using ayahuasca now. They're going to start working with vets to help with the PTSD and trauma. It's just something that I can't ignore because I'm as an advocate for psychedelics and someone who uses them. It's been such a, such a game changer in my life to help me heal and transcend and align and purge. And what I love about Sina is that like she worked a corporate job working for Google for five years and then she became the sovereign goddess, just leaving, selling all of her stuff and going to the jungles of Peru and Costa Rica to just really find herself and the work that she's doing right now when with cacao and you know there's been so much going on with the fires and stuff in northern California that my heart has just been so with her past few weeks being a Californian myself and I just really appreciate the work that she's doing and the fact that you know we're able to open ourselves to deeper pathways of self-acceptance and self-worth and self-love through these practices of ceremony and sound and yoga and meditation, she is blending this all together. And she's really, really passionate about living a heart-centered life. And I'm just so grateful that for the work she's doing with her women's circles and her cacao ceremonies and her international retreats, And it's just been so beautiful to see how cacao is opening up so many of my friends. And it's helped me tremendously, too. But I've just been really excited about sharing more information and having more conversations around plant medicines because they are such a pivotal and important part of my life. 
And that's something that I've had to work on releasing the shame around for a long time. Um, because I've seen and I've heard that like this is a huge part of my calling here. And so I'm just really grateful to be able to have like a really awesome conversation about this topic because we need to have conversations in order to bring awareness and to help heal stigmas. So it's just, uh, this is so good. This is, this, like I said, this has been one of my favorite episodes. You can tell and you can just feel the authenticity and the passion behind it. And I'm just really excited for you to check it out. So if you aren't already subscribed to the podcast, I invite you to do so. And if you haven't yet, if you'd like to leave a review on iTunes, somewhere people can find it, that would be awesome. But I'm really looking forward to having these conversations and to also be sharing with you some of the guidance that I've received recently um, after my ceremony that I've been really working hard on putting together. And I just really want to be able to offer programs that can be affordable so that everyone you know, has a chance to grow and everyone has a chance to thrive because it's been such the conversation the past month is just spirituality being for the privileged. And you know, a lot of these sacred medicines and what have you are coming from places where people are extremely poor, but they are rich in their heart and in their soul, connecting with Mama Gaia and with community and with spirit on a daily basis. And I'm just so thrilled to see how this conversation continues to unfold even after, because it's all happening right now. So without further ado, I really am excited for you to listen to this episode with Sina Schellenberger, Sina Shakti, and we're talking about cacao, the revival of cacao, and living in ceremony. So thank you for listening. Don't be afraid to share with your friends so that we can all uplift each other together and we may all rise as sovereign beings, sovereign queens and kings and gods and goddesses and sovereign expressions of life. So I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Goddess Podcast, authentic conversations with modern medicine women and goddesspreneurs alike, inspiring you to build your queendom with grace. So as you heard in the intro, I have the beautiful goddess, the Shakti herself, Sina Schellenberger here, like every person that I know that's in my, my tribe has all been working with Sina here on cacao. <laughs> and so it only felt appropriate to have her here and to share the medicine with cacao and how this and other plant medicines have really helped her align to her highest self as the medicine woman that she is. Like I've had a lot of people on the podcast, you know, that are a lot of entrepreneurs and yes, as Sina is a goddesspreneur and stuff like that. I'm just really excited that I get to be able to talk and have this conversation about something that I'm extremely passionate about and that's these plant medicines and how, you know, like there's a reason why they're coming up right now and they're really being a topic as we are working on healing our relationship with Mother Gaia and opening our hearts and going back to these ancestral ceremonies and practices that have been brought forth. And I think right now we're in this really beautiful space of healing our ancestral karma. And to do that, you know, like we're so advanced with technology and we have all of these like, you know, computers, like we're able to have this communication right now, like via Zoom, like she's in Northern California, I'm here in Joshua Tree in Southern California, and we're able to connect. And the fact that we are able to have this technology, there has to be another balance to that. And so for us to be able to go really far in these advancements, we have to be able to also swing the other end of the pendulum back to the ancestors in order to bring this balance. Because we can't have, if it's going to go this way, it can't go, and mm. it doesn't go the other way, we're going to be completely out of whack. So um, thank you for being here and for sharing your wisdom and your medicine. I mean, we haven't even started, but like, I'm already feeling like how excited <laughs> I am for this episode. Mm. Thank you so much. I love, I mean, 
I love that I'm here with you. I love that we got to meet actually a couple of weeks ago in, in, at Bhakti Fest in Joshua Tree. That was really special. Yeah, at a cacao um, ceremony, go figure, right? Yeah. <laughs> Of course, with the Hanuman like, project, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, and I've like totally been following your journey and a big fan of yours. And I'm super like, when you asked me to do this, I was like, yeah, like, are you serious? Of course. So uh, I'm super excited to just be receiving your medicine also and getting to to learn more and feel more of your amazing energy. And I love that analogy you just made of like the pendulum. You know, it's like like coming from Google and like being this medicine carrier. And it's like, how do we bridge that? You know, yeah. like we, we can all do it, you know? And so like, let's, I'm and I think, and I think that. like saying that, first of all, thank you for that. It was very kind of you. I'm willing to receive that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, being from Google and then having this like existential crisis where you're like, what am I doing? And then going like the complete opposite end of the spectrum where it's like, you're in jungles doing teacher trainings, which there isn't the technology and the craziness of the Silicon Valley energy. And you're going back to this, like really just as intense of an energy, but in a different form in the jungle, you know, like we literally are in this, we have all the information in our pockets and all these things, but we also have all the information within ourselves and these medicines are allowing us to tap into that. Mm -hmm. So I, I've heard your story. I want you to share just like a brief how, you know, you worked at Google and then you realize like, I need to get out of here and this is like not in alignment with me anymore and your whole journey towards becoming the Sina Shakti you are today. Mm. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean in a nutshell and if you want me to go deeper into anything please interrupt but just like to to give the overarching story i i worked at google for five years um in silicon valley i started my i did my 200 hour yoga teacher training about three years ago and that started my awakening you know i I started to were you at google then yep i was at google so it was like two years into my career at google and i did my yoga teacher training and then I started to question things um at just just everything you know like why am I commuting three hours a day and like I don't really like being in this office this these four walls like I want to be outside it's so nice out and yeah just really questioning like starting to question things whereas before I just kind of had accepted that that was life that this is what we do as humans is like get a job go to college get a job blah 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 so started questioning with yoga for sure. Um, started teaching yoga, you know, doing tons of trainings, like just diving in. And then, and then all of that led me, yoga actually led me um, to this really random small town in Mexico called Troncones. Um, it's like 500 people. And it was such a random like way that I ended up there. And I... The first day I was there, I met my friend Jackie and we became fast friends and she was working at this, the one like yoga retreat mindfulness place in this little town. And she invited me to a cacao ceremony um, and I didn't know what it was at the time. I had no idea. And I was like, sure, it sounds cool. Um, And I went and it just, it changed my whole life. And so then uh, that that ceremony was with a group called Kula Collective. And so after the ceremony, I was like, okay, what was that? Like, I need more of that in my life. Like, I don't know what just happened, but I need more. And they were like, well, we have a 300 hour yoga teacher training in Peru in August, which was I think like 10 months later. Um, And they're like, and it's with, it's plant medicine. So it's like ceremonies and plant medicine and then the 300 hour yoga training. And I was like, I just saw like my whole life was like, like just totally like that that was really the anchor was that Peru trip um so I went back to Google but then cacao was really like that was when I really started just diving into cacao I bought a bunch of cacao I started working with it on my own my friend Maggie who I now have a retreat company with she asked me to lead a cacao ceremony kind of out of nowhere and I was like yeah I think I could do that and I like 
meditated with cacao, got the download, started leading ceremonies. I mean, it was just like full on and then quit Google, which is another crazy story. And then went like sold all my stuff and went down to Peru um, in August and did the 300 hour and was on this like journey of total unknownness for about eight to 10, probably 10 months. Um, I was in Peru and then I ended up going to Costa Rica and worked, did a Panchakarma, which is like an Ayurvedic, a three week Ayurvedic cleanse. I was doing a bunch of cleansing and just really, really deep. All that purging work. of the old as you're like, in this phase of like metamorphosis into like your fullest, mm-hmm. most um, authentic expression. So I just really want to interrupt real fast because I want to yeah. talk about trusting, like having that intuitive trust and that like pit, like the thing in your stomach and your gut where it's like, this is where I need to go. Mm-hmm. Like how has that really helped you from, you know, trusting yourself and your intuition about like, Hey, Yoga, I mean, Google isn't my dharma. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is not my dharma. Like, how did you, well, how was that for you when you were like, this is not where I'm supposed to go? Like, I need to be more in alignment with how I'm really here to serve. Yeah, um, it, was a, it was a confusing, messy process. It wasn't, you know, like I, I was questioning it when I started, once, once I did my yoga teacher training and I had gone back and forth about wanting to quit Google for probably at least two years. Um, but I just didn't know what I would do after that. And I didn't have the, honestly, I wasn't like centered enough in myself. I knew enough to know that like this wasn't my dharma, but I didn't know myself um, enough yet. You know, it was like, mm. I just didn't know what I would want to do. I didn't, I wasn't connected on a deep, on a deep enough level. Um but I was learning definitely I started, you know, when you start to wake up and you start to experience synchronicities and like your ability to, to create your reality and manifest things. And I started to experience that and I was like, all right. And then I think the trust came from at that first cacao ceremony, like I sat in the circle and it was a total, like total shamanic, like they had the bells and the crystals and the Palo Santo and we did hape, which is like a tobacco snuff. And I mean, we did hape. Yeah, it was like a full on. We did the then Sananga, like the eye drops. Mm. Um, really painful, but like very, very clearing, clarifying. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so it was a really like full, pretty full on shamanic ceremony. And when I sat in that circle, not knowing any of the people or what we were about to do, I felt so at home, like a sense of familiarity that I had never really experienced in my life. Like I was like, oh yeah, I know this. Like, I know what this is. And I didn't, but like something in my cells definitely did. Um, and first, and just feeling so connected with cacao in that ceremony and on an intellectual level, not knowing how to explain any of it. But I think that's the beauty of the plants is they, it's not intellectual. It, It gets into your cells and does what it needs to do. And um, I think it's that molecular, was really- it's molecular shift, you know, absolutely like that resonance within your cells. That's also in the plants that is like fire and igniting. That. Yeah. It's a total alchemy of like, yeah. what do you need and where do we need to support you and where do we need to clear shit out? And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's really beautiful. It's a dance. Um, I but I think that. that's where the trust really came is just that it's a feeling. It's a feeling. It's like, you can't explain it. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's like feeling like that's, what's been so coming strong for me lately too. Um, I just want to say this and I want to share a little more about cacao, but like with feeling, it's mm-hmm. like the key to manifesting things. It's not what it looks like, but how you want to feel mm-hmm. when you get there, because most of the time the universe will give it to you even greater than what you visualized or expected it to be. Yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes when we go through these journeys that are really challenging, they suck. Like it sucks for sure. Like the isolation, the confusion, the who am I? What the hell am I doing here? What is this? Like, oh my God, like am I losing it right now? Like my yeah. friends think I'm out of my fucking mind right now. I'm like jumping on a plane. I have kind of it's a very similar thing. Like 
this past year, I was on the end. I was on the. I was about to have like an existential like nervous breakdown, mm. and I bought a ticket on Sunday. And in Thursday, I'm in Costa Rica. Like mm. it's just like you know, trusting. Like I need to go. I gotta <laughs> like, do it. Yeah, I gotta listen. And you know, I think a lot of that comes. And I, I'm. I hope you guys see. Like once you start to cultivate that relationship with yourself and that inner knowing, and you take the time to honor your needs and what you really need, not what it is for the outcome for someone else or for your job or for your family. Like, mm. what is it that like you need to fill up so that you can be of service, like real service, because we are all needed right now to step up to our truth and to own our story that the journey that's brought us to this point, you know, this whole journey of, you know, battling our own dragons and realizing we are the dragon, right? The Sophia. And, uh, yeah, so it's just, I've just been seeing a lot of that. It's like more of that feeling. So I'm really happy you said like, you can't explain the feeling because we are also more in a space of being more in experience. Like, mm -hmm. you know, as a Kundalini yoga teacher, we talk about like the yoga of awareness and how it's about the experience that you're going. That's why we don't do adjustments like your typical Hatha or Vinyasa because mm. you are having the experience you need at that moment. And as a teacher and facilitator, I'm here to hold space and make sure you're safe, but to be able to allow the experience to unfold. So I yeah. just want you to talk about like, the about cacao like why how people are having this experience of a total heart opening yeah yeah so for those that may be new to cacao um just a quick like background it's basic it's the raw ingredient in chocolate it's the bean it's the bean that makes chocolate um it's actually a fruit grows on trees and the beans are then ground up and made into chocolate as we know it today and they're white <laughs> most of the okay. time right yeah yeah some of them yeah. are white they also have like a white fruit around it that apparently yeah. is really yummy um a lot most of them there are white ones but there's there's also there brown ones yeah. yeah um and so what we know of as chocolate today is often heated over you know, heated over 180 degrees. So all the amazing compounds in cacao are, are heated out. And then there's a bunch of sugars and a bunch of crap added to it, depending on what chocolate you're buying. So cacao has been used as a medicine by Mesoamerican cultures. So the Mayan people still carry this medicine today. The Aztec culture also worked with cacao from the Mayan lineage. Um, and in Aztec, the word for chocolate translates to heart blood. So oh. they, yeah, they like, you know, these cultures have connected with this plant on a, a deep level, you know, on a deep like spiritual connection level and saw that this was a medicine and it is, it works in the heart space primarily. So, um, you know, from a physical, there's, there's like all these benefits, right? From a physiological perspective, there's um, when you drink cacao in ceremonial doses, so it's like one to two ounces, um, you ex can experience up to 30 to 40% increased blood flow through your body. So just think about that for a moment. If your heart's pumping 40% more blood, your brain's receiving 40% more blood, like, you know, your body's just kind of up leveled for that. It's an aphrodisiac, right? All exactly. I like what you're mind. Me, totally. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everyone, go get your cacao for date night. Um, totally. But yeah, it, it just. It, I mean, it's like, and that's the cool thing about the medicine because it's so versatile. It's like you can, you know, use it for like a romantic thing. You can work with it on for creative projects. Um, you know, fo like for focus and. Um, and yeah, but really like your heart is, is opening, it's expanding. There's also some compounds in it. Um, there's anandamide, which is the bliss molecule. Um, there's PEA, which is a long word that I can't even really say that is, um, also there's that. And there's one other couple other things that basically make us feel happy. They're mood uplifting. So it's working from like a neurological level 
and like working with the the receptors to get these new different molecules to make our, our brains happier. It's literally pumping more blood through our heart. So we're like more energized and our heart field is just magnifying. And, and it's really good for us on so many levels and it's cleansing us. Um, but because well, when you have this blood flow, it's allowing stagnant stuff oh, to move. Yeah. So I, I've experienced myself and also witnessed people experience, um, total like emotional releases of stuff that's just been stuck energetic releases of just kind of like twitching and shaking and like moving stuff through. Um, definitely if you, like you can really connect with divine source, whatever you want to call it, like you can, I've seen incredible things of, it just opens you Breakthroughs, up. You know? yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like such a beautiful space of community too, when you're doing these ceremonies and everyone's like playing the music and dancing and like hugging. Like I remember I went to a cacao ceremony at Envision Mm. Um, and it was my first cacao ceremony and like two of my girlfriends from home were in Costa Rica at Envision too. And it was like so magical. I was just, and this trip because like my girlfriend Sahara was doing like um, an Ayurvedic kind of retreat and I did some sound medicine there, whatever. And yeah, but I remember like that was my first ceremony and I was like, and you see what it's about. And I just remember like feeling so high and so elevated between like being around the energy of like the group that was together and have consuming this cacao and like having this beautiful prayer and intention and like drinking it together. Like I'm so big about ceremony. Like it's my, it's like so near and dear to my heart. I've had difficult experiences because I didn't respect the medicines. And then mm-hmm. I've had really beautiful experiences where I put so much intention and prayer and, and blessings inside, you know, and I think that's a lot of what it is too, is like preparing it in a way that is just like respecting the medicine. Like when you go and eat a Hershey's chocolate, which is all processed and filled with junk, like that's, it's disrespectful really, you know, like these chocolates that are out that are not really paying respect or honoring or like completely extracting out just yeah. for the sugar and the mass consumption and, you know, all of the craziness of the patriarchy and yeah. mega corporations. It's nice yeah. to see that like cacao is having this like revival mm-hmm. right now where people, and like, I've also been seeing like more of like the conscious partying. Mm-hmm. Cause I know like with your story too, like we have very similar, like party hard all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rage it up. Like you were where? Madison, like one of the top party schools, like in the nation for sure. I was at San Diego State for two years and I was like, this is insane. Yeah. Um, so you know, now I'm 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 choosing too. Like if I'm gonna party, it needs to be a conscious party where there is intention and you know, if there mm-hmm. is ceremony or partaking of medicines or anything, like really paying respect and thanking them for helping us heal rather than numbing ourselves out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I I know with you, like you reached out to me after Bhakti and you're like, I want to teach at festivals because you had your little like renegade ceremony (laughs) inside a trailer. Like, how was that experience for you being able Um, to bring it to a space where, you know, it was just like in your heart, it's like, I need to bring this to the people and I'm going to have these people in my little trailer and we're going to do cacao. Like, how was that for you? Totally. It was, it was one of definitely my highlight of the festival honestly like it was so beautiful there was tribe there that I had met on different parts of my journey in Costa Rica and and Peru and like all over the place and so So it was like coming together right and um yeah and I like my partner and I we kind of splurged and rented this little trailer and we had some space and I just was like you know and you're always in festival mode right you're like oh hey so good to see you but like let's drop in later I gotta go do this thing and So yeah, I just felt really like I wanted to create a space for us to really connect. And what I've learned from cacao is that you can, when you're in a, with a group, you can drop into like, you know, like a a resonance, a frequency, a shared um, field. Vibration. Vibration. Yeah. Where you're Mm. not, you know, I don't have to be, you don't have to tell me everything that's happened in the past, you know, four months, like that, I would love to know that, but like, we don't have to have that, um, 
download or that discussion on an intellectual level. It's like once we're in ceremony together, once we have that intention, like you said, and we share, you know, respect this, this earth medicine, this is a tree. Cacao comes from a tree. So we're literally drinking like the, the medicine from a, a tree and sharing in that reverence as a community and then allowing, you know, like I didn't prepare a big, I didn't have like a set list of the ceremony. It was just like very organic. So wow. we did, or you know, we ended up sharing our intentions out loud and then sharing some stories and then people just started playing music. And, you know, it was just like I, the connection I feel with everyone in that room, even some people I didn't know showed up and like, you know, that's, that's, that's how like tribe is created. You know, it's like we get on that field and your hearts are sharing space. Like it's a space of authenticity. You know, mm -hmm. it's like being able to be seen for where you are in this present moment, not for where you've been or the subconscious thoughts that you're going through that like your own challenges and stuff. It's like yeah. the important of presence, you know, in today's day and age, it's about like how you are right here, right now, not yeah. like who you are striving to become or who you were back then. Like, how are you showing up fully right here, right now? And then when you're Absolutely. able to recognize that, you know, and feel that soul connection of like, oh, I see you. Yeah. I feel but, your heart. You yeah. know, like, I love you. Like, of course I love you because you're you. <laughs> That is so, this is why I, I love teaching about authenticity and vulnerability and just like being in that space of flow and trust, you know, when I'm, I'm sharing my work or like, cause yeah, I mean, I'm sure with you too, like there's been times where you're sort of trying to make it and like trying to make it and you're trying to figure out everyone else's formula or what they're all doing and things yeah. like that. And then it's like, let's just clean slate and let me get real with myself. Like, what are the things that bring me joy? What is it that I'm here to share like what is my medicine that is going to help trigger that or wake that up in someone else yeah because as we share our story and what's helped us like there's that state of remembrance for others too because it's all the same it's just different actors like that's what my grandfather used to always say Love that. same story different actors it's like there's all we're all on this journey of like finding who we are and mm -hmm sharing our gifts and to help one another thrive especially in really challenging times right now mm -hmm. totally I, I mean i learned so much about vulnerability on you know i was living alone like in peru and costa rica for a while and i really started sharing more on social you know i started really just like saying how I was feeling or what I was going through. And I learned a lot about vulnerability and also boundaries. Right. And like not oversharing. Yeah. Discernment. Right. Totally. And, but on, I mean, vulnerability, it's what we, it's what we, we connect. It's how we connect. Yeah. It's like what we live for almost. It's like those moments where you can really see someone's truth and you like feel that. And that's the knowing that I think, ceremony and these medicines help us get back to and it's like you're not alone you know because a lot of times when we're in the journey of discovering who we are we feel so hermited and so isolated and like no one knows what the hell i'm going through yep yeah you know especially if you're hanging around groups of people that may not also be on the path mm -hmm. that like of you of like enriching yourself and like making yourself or making yourself to be the person you are like really doing the work to like become you like the mm -hmm. real you mm -hmm. there are things that are going to be shifting in your life that have been comfortable mm -hmm. you know we have to learn to trust like going to peru and costa rica by yourself like being in that space by yourself and um i actually really love the story you have about your teacher training with uh, your San Pedro, the San Pedro experience. Mm -hmm. It's, if you can share that, because it's something yeah. that is so, oh, it's like the shittiest thing that like, when we were like, nah, universe, I got this. I know what I'm doing. And the mm -hmm. universe was like, shut up, bitch. Yeah, like, like, put you watch. on your ass. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, that's, that's a good story. Um, it's funny you brought that up because we had a little San Pedro journey this past weekend in the Sequoia Redwoods. And so it's like, 
still definitely feeling the the medicine from that. Um, yeah, so it was my last. So in my 300-hour teacher training, we had two ayahuasca ceremonies, and then the last day of the training was a San Pedro vision quest, which is a cactus um, cactus medicine that is primarily like mescaline is the the primary active ingredient in it. And I had never worked with, I mean, I'd never done any, most of these things before, but I had never worked with, with Shuma and I was super excited because um, my, I mean, I was, my ayahuasca ceremonies, some of them I think are different. There's some different traditions are different, right? But like mine were a Shipibo tradition where it's pitch black overnight and like the hardest, the hardest nights of my life by far, like really, really challenging. Um, so, you know, the idea of like, being out on a vision quest, like in the daytime and getting to explore in nature and work with a plant in a different way was really exciting to me. Um, and cause everyone also Washoom is known as like more of a heart medicine. It's, it's like a, can be a sweeter experience. So. And it's like grandfather, the grandfather where I yes. is the grandmother. Yep. So those like the master plants. Yes. And, and a funny like side note of uh, one of my teachers explained it as like ayahuasca is the grandmother. That's like, you know, the mom, the mom's grandmothers can be strict, you know, they're like gonna, gonna teach you the lessons and they want you to really grow into a strong human. So they're kind of the, the more forceful ones at times. And Washum is like the, the dad, the father energy. That's kind of like, let's like go watch some baseball, watch a baseball game, you know, or like, let's just like hang out. And it's just like a little more of a, a chill I mean, that, that has a lot of stereotypes in it, but it's an interesting, I just think that's an, a helpful um, way to kind of describe the energies. So uh, anyways, it's the last day of my, it's, sorry, the second ceremony. So in my second ayahuasca ceremony, I was getting tons of downloads and so much clarity. And one of the big things she said was to not work with any plant medicine for six months. And and so I knew a week later we had our Wishuma journey and I knew after that I was going to be in Peru and I was like, but, so I just started negotiating. I was like, but, uh, but like, okay, like how about after the training that I start or what about cacao? Like what about ceremonial doses of cacao? She's like, no, like you need to heal your heart. You need to rest. And I was like, you know, just like fighting it. And finally was like, okay, all right, all right. You know, like I surrender, I'm going to do this. So I get out of the training I mean, sorry, I get out of the ceremony and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to drink the medicine on the vision quest. I'll go with you guys, but I'm not going to drink. Well, as the week goes on, you know, people are like getting excited about it and they're kind of like, they're kind of pressuring me, not pressuring me, but they're kind of like encouraging me like, oh, you could just have a little bit, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you know? And so basically the day before this journey is going to happen, I had decided, I was like, okay, I'm going to drink half a cup. Like I'm going to, I am going to drink some. So that morning I ended up spraining my ankle so badly. Like, like I thought, I didn't know that a sprain could be this bad. I thought my foot was broken. Um, and I essentially was like laid out in a bed for solid three weeks after that like did not participate in the closing ceremonies that we had didn't go on the vision quest um and literally was forced to be bedridden for the good part of the next month and then like regaining my strength of my foot and rebuilding my leg so you know that was like thank you for reminding me of that because that was a moment of like all right I am so sorry I even tried to fuck with you like you know like it's like like I got the lesson. Lesson one. Yeah, like, like, you know, and it's like, it's just, it's, yeah, it's like, we need that. Cause it's like, if you're going to do this work, if you're going to love, yeah, it's tough love. It's like you, like I needed to rest. I really did. You know, I had just left like this corporate world where so much shit was happening. My relationship just ended. Like I was like, like super changing and shifting. Yeah. And I really just needed to sit. I think a lot of it is too, like the thing is, is like you need to make sure you're taking time to integrate, right? Mm -hmm. Like these shifts that are happening, like we are so used to numbing ourselves out by either like alcohol or drugs or food or sex or whatever. Like we, when we need to take the time to integrate Mm -hmm. work, 
Like when we need the time to integrate the, the changes that are going on or as we're stepping up into who we are supposed to be, our soul may already be so far out there, but it takes time for our bodies Human. to meet with the soul. Totally. Yeah. That, I mean, and the integration is, has been a phased thing for me where I, so I came back to the States in May. Um, and I've, so it's been, you know, six ish months since now I, I live here now. Like I have a little apartment and I, I have items and th- I have a car, you know, I, I really came back into the society that I was not a part of for about a year. And I realized just recently that like, you know, I thought I was doing all the deep work when I was out on my journey, like alone, living alone, doing, and I was, I was doing a ton of deep work for sure, but there's a different like coming back home and, you know, seeing your previous partner and like seeing people from Google and like, you know, family, all the things like these reflections that you don't. The default world as we call it. Community. (laughs) The matrix. Um, (laughs) I mean, but it's like when you're, there is an element of like, yes, I needed my little cocoon. I needed the like healing of the ocean in Costa Rica and just time by myself. And there's an element that like you're not getting when you're, when you're, it's cocooning yourself, you know? And it's like, it's, it's awesome. You know, like there's a part of me that's like, I wishes I could just say fuck it all and like go, you know, never talk to a human again and live on the beach in Costa Rica. But like, what, why are we here? Right. Like that's not, that's not what I'm here for. And so I've learned just, you know, in the past six months, really in the past month, where I'm like putting myself out there more and, you know, getting questions from people from my high school or whatever. It's like, I, you know, that's, that's a really important piece of integration where it's like the coming home, you know, we, we have to come home. Sharing, sharing the medicine that's helped you heal yourself. Yeah. And you know, like there's people that like, Hey, like I've seen this transformation in you. Like what are the secrets? Like to share Mm -hmm. with me the wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's our responsibility. Oh, so great. Yeah, it's totally, it's our civil duty. And I think with like so much going on right now, like I know with me, like I have to step up more than I ever have mm-hmm. to like share the work. And sometimes like when you're coming out of that hermit or that cocoon, it can be really scary too because mm-hmm. it's like you've been like really nestled in this like safe space, but it's also reminding, remembering that you are safe no matter what when you are in your truth and you're safe because you're a child of the universe and always protected. And, you know, there's things that we, we don't have to do this alone. Like we can call and ask for help through people, through community, uh, through medicine, through nature. Like we're always, we it can't intervene into our experience unless we ask because we live in this space of you know, like free will. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. you know, and that's, and then even talking about the discernment on like when to come out or when to share out, like, you know, that's part of the integration too, is like feeling, feeling as though your cup is full mm-hmm. so that once it's overflowing, that is what can be shared so that it is this ever ending, it's this everlasting flow of inspiration Mm -hmm. and light and love but we have to make sure like we have our oxygen tank our oxygen masks on first you know and that Mm -hmm. is integration yeah totally and that I think now that you say that like that's what I was doing for those months when I was alone like you know it was like I wasn't planning on going to Costa Rica from Peru that logistically doesn't make sense but I got the guidance from ayahuasca and it ended up flowing and I just ended up like soaking in the sun and swimming in the ocean every single day and like really nourishing myself and learning how to care for myself in a way that I'd never done, you know, when I was like, go, go, go. And that's foreign for people too. Oh yeah. It was, it was a process to learn, you know, it was like, what do I like? What do I not like? Like, can I splurge on this smoothie right now or whatever? It's like learning to really like I love myself more than anything and I deserve a smoothie right now. That kind Tell of thing, them. You know? Like, I don't want a smoothie. I'm going to have a damn smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I think it's, you know, and I think it's so, like so many of us, you know, are really waking up out of the corporate like fog and it's like, 
Wow, like I have something that's just as amazing to share right now. And like having the courage to be like, hey, like I'm going to take what it takes and like use the experience that I had from these corporate jobs to start creating something that feels like not work. It doesn't feel like work because I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And it feels like, hey, I'm being of service. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm, you know, I'm taking the risk to get out of this corporate secure kind of thing and where all of my financial needs are being met, but I'm a zombie working nine to five, fulfilling someone else's dream. And then we also are in this space where it's like, we're taking care of grandparents and our own parents as we, like our generation is, I feel like pretty conscious because one, our exploration with medicines, again, like that whole revival. And two, we're the last generation to remember what life was like pre and post technology. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot of Mm. us that things that we need to really navigate through that are a lot more challenging And what's also been coming up for me a lot lately too is like we're doing some deep womb healing right now too because what comes to my mind really strong lately has been like 9-11. Like Mm -hmm. we were all in that space of like puberty, most of us, you know, like young adults during that time. And it's like so traumatic going through that during your – that's like the part like your sacral chakra is like Mm -hmm. being – developed during that time so then yeah. our sense of creativity or even like you know the fears are all stored in that womb space and like that's mm. why so many people are having a hard time like conceiving now or like mm-hmm. you know, all of these issues that we're having and so medicines like cacao or like people going to ayahuasca or like san pedro or working with hape or cannabis or psilocybin or whatever it is that is calling them it's allowing them to really open up these spaces especially in the, as especially in ceremonial settings like i'm a firm believer everything in ceremony like if you're just doing it just to get fucked up, like shame on you because you're actually disrespecting the medicine. Like mm-hmm. even just like coca, you know, like coca is actually a very sacred thing, but like our generation, our era and our country is so like, uh, yeah, like let's do it to get high and then keep drinking. And mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. finding that high within you through yoga, breath, and then occasionally working with the plant medicines if they're feeling called to. So, you know, it's also yeah. being able to, have that boundary and that level of respect for our bodies because it, it can be very tolling, you know, like mm-hmm. working with these medicines all the time. And if our bodies aren't ready for it, like we're setting ourselves up for disaster. Yeah, absolutely. It, it can be super. I mean, it, it, it's just as easy, maybe not just as easy, but you can get into like a, a similar distraction where you're like addicted to like not even like the medicine necessarily because it, it doesn't like for ayahuasca example doesn't have like addictive properties but you are can be addicted to the experience you know you can be addicted to the amazing ceremony and even the intensity and just everything and I think that's again like coming back to that lesson about coming home like for me it was like there's a part of me when I when I decided to move back to the states I was like I really grieved leaving my life in Costa Rica. You know, like I was like, what is this? I, I fucking had it made. <laughs> yeah. Like, what am I doing? Why am I leaving this beach right now? Like, I don't even get it. And you know, it's that same thing where it's like, we can, I, like if you're called to go on a spiritual journey, like please do it. And like, I see people get stuck there. You know, I see so many people with so much amazing potential who are like, in the travel world or in the kind of like wanderlusty world. And, and there's a time where you got to like bring it back, you know, and well, you have to, you have to be able to bring it back to your tribe at home. And that, you know, like there's a reason why your soul chose to be in this space and like there's work to be done and it's mm-hmm. like bringing the medicine, like it's like very like Moana, you know, like bringing, bringing, yeah. bringing the, bringing it back and like going out and like, stepping out of your comfort zone, you know, and being in that space of like, Hey, I'm going to experience life right now, but I also need to share what I've learned, you know, Mm -hmm. like you can't keep consuming, trying. And I think that's the things too, is like, if we become so numb on like the experience of like searching, 
Like we keep searching and searching and searching, but then there comes a point where you have to share what you found. And you have to commit. Like that for me was the, the hardest. I was so averse to committing to anything, you know, oh, yeah. like once I left that world, I was like, I, I mean, I flew to Costa Rica and landed there and didn't know where I was sleeping for the night or didn't know where I was going next. Like I was like, so like, yeah, I'm just gonna let the universe carry me. This hippie that's going to let it all figure out. It's just going to come to me. And like, there's beauty in that. And I think a lot of people should try living like that for a while. You know, a lot of our society is like really boxed in and could benefit from that. But like, um, yeah, I just kind of forgot my train of thought, but that's okay. Well, you're talking about going back home and like, you know, being able to also oh, committing, committing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, it, for me, I, it was pretty clear pretty early on that like there was a special connection with cacao and I, you know, like there was something really deep here, but it took me a couple years to like, to finally like just simply in a different ceremony, I like simply just was like, it's cacao. Why am I trying to do all this other shit? It's always been cacao, you know, and like commit to it and just really like own it and be like, you know, I do know some stuff about cacao that I'm going to share. I'm not an expert. I'm not better than anyone, but like I can help you learn about it. And you share through the experience. So it's important to have those moments where it's like the total surrender and like, Hey, I'm going to go completely out of my comfort zone, but I'm also going to, you know, I need to, I need to be like in this, like I need to really give respect and take the time to connect with this medicine or take the time to connect with this project or take the time to be with it so that I continue to learn and deepen my relationship with this thing that's helped me so much. Yeah. And when you're jumping from thing to thing to thing. And again, I can't integrate. You can't, you can't integrate. You can't respect it. Mm-hmm. You don't allow that at the space for it to, to, to grow the fire, to burn brighter and to rise up, you know, and to help you soar up to better heights. And I think, yeah, I know I'm for sure a victim of like jumping from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, like the amount amount of certifications and the things that I've learned is hilarious, but like it's part of who I am. And then I get to also incorporate pieces of the various things that really work for me and create it as my own. So with that being said, I want you to talk a little bit about your retreat coming up in Costa Rica and also your cacao course. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah. I'd I'd love to share. I'm really excited. So we have a a New Year's retreat, retreat over New Year's in Costa Rica, and it's on a cacao farm and a permaculture community. So it's so rad. And I, I was... I've been on this land. This is where I met my partner in Costa Rica. This is where like I got a lot of clarity through a different event that I was at there. And I'm really, really excited to take people there because it's like, it's off the beaten path. It's not even a retreat center. It's like, it's a permaculture community. So they don't hold retreats there. You know, they hold like permaculture courses. Um, But so I kind of wiggled my way in there and I'm really grateful that they're they're accepting this retreat in and they're really excited to have this because it's focused on the cacao. So it's, it's uh, December 30th to January 4th and we'll be really doing a bunch of different ceremonies like fire outdoor fire ceremonies to like release the 20, the year of 2017, anything that you don't want to bring with you into 2018. We're going to do um, like a sound transmission on January 1st to like really unearth what wants to come through yeah. and then do a visioning circle on the second while we'll be sharing dreams and making um, vision boards. And like, it's like, if you want to make in 2018, I mean, we could talk separately about that, but 2018 is like the year, you know, like this is huge. And so I'm really excited to offer this as a space to really, really get clear on like what you want to bring in and what you're calling in. Um, so that'll be really fun. And there's just going to be cacao all over the place from like, we'll be working on the farm a little bit. All the cacao, like all the cacao. cacao, like drink cacao, like eat cacao, like just eat like cacao it all over cacao you. All yeah. over the place. Just cacao just everywhere. Cacao. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So that's, the, that's the retreat. She's like all about it. She's like, just put me all over yourself. Yeah, cacao all over this. Dive in it. Yeah. All about it. <laughs> Oh, so that's going to be great. And then, um, and then I have an online course called open your heart with cacao and it's really just meant to be, it's a foundational course. So it's all the questions I was getting about like, 
what is cacao? How do you make it? What is it going to do to me? You know, how do I do a ritual? Everything. Where do I get it? All of that is in this course. Um, and so it's really meant to introduce you to cacao, creating your own morning ritual. And um, then we close with a, a really awesome group ceremony. And I've had, I'm in the middle of two more right now. And people like the response. Is this one-on-one -on -one or group? It's a group. Cool. Yeah, it's live. Um, so it's a group course. It's three weeks long. It's just a two-hour class, um, a live class, two hours each week. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really fun. So there will be a, another one coming up probably in October. And all of the links are in the show notes. So you can just like click on this podcast episode either on SoundCloud or on shamanasagadessa.guru or you can even go on iTunes and you look in the description and the links for the retreat. The links for the e-course, Sheena's Instagram, uh, website, all the goods. All the goods. All the goods. Like the cacao all over us yeah. is just like all Shower here. It. Shower and all of, all of the wisdom and all of the cacao. Mm. That's so great. Um, okay. So I have a few like fire questions to ask you that I want okay. to get have you on your toes. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. You ready? Okay. Yep. What does cacao mean to you? Love. Ah! <laughs> Love that. Okay. Um, what is your current mantra? Ooh, I am that I am. Oh, and that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Thinking like of this like a uh, song from my friends. Side note. Okay. Power <laughs> question. Okay. Who are some of the guides that are really guiding you right now? Your spirit guides, whether they be in animals mm. or ascendant masters or deceased loved ones, oh. archangels. Yeah. Well, definitely cacao is like the strongest usually. Um, I'm pretty connected. If you can see my tattoo, I've got a panther on my arm. Oh yeah. Me Panther medicine, jaguar medicine is really strong for me. Um, deer medicine, a lot of deer in my area where I'm living right now, and then trees. Yeah, and it was cool because you were talking earlier about like you know consuming the cacao and it's coming from the tree. All like all I could see was like the tree, just like the roots going to the core of the earth Aww. and just like bringing us to the core of our being of who we innately Aww. are. Just got chills. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's what I was seeing when you're talking about that, but then like, you know, conversation. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks for bringing that in though. That topic. Totally. Yeah. I just a little, you know, side note, cliff, cliff over there. Yeah. All right. Um, what are some like crystals or divination tools other than cacao that you feel like are your go-tos yeah. mm. I have two I have one tarot deck the vision quest tarot which is really awesome and then I have a, an oracle deck called the sacred rebel oracle deck um, and it's all about just like that innate wildness of the feminine and like being Who a rebel that deck um alana fairchild, fairchild of course yes. I was gonna say like I love her the art is by autumn sky and it's like epic great um yeah. And then I guess I work, I have some uh, quartz that I love and then I'm really into like different sages, Palo Santo, Copal, um, that kind of stuff. All the plant medicines. Yeah. Just pour them on me. <laughs> just pour it on me. Oh my God. So good. Okay. Um, two more questions. Um, what would you say to younger Sina today? Oh God. Oh, I'm going to start to cry. I would say... Let it out. <laughs> I would say you're doing so great. And, like, just keep going and keep following that little voice that's only going to get louder. And I love you. I love every bit of you, every, like, thing that you don't love about yourself. I love Oh, I love that. Mm. That's so sweet. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of a big one, but where okay. do you see cacao, like the revolution of cacao? Mm. How do you see it making an impact on the world? Mm -hmm. There's a prophecy, a Mayan prophecy, that cacao will come back in mass when 
humans have lost connection with their hearts. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so that's what I, that's what I foresee. I, I mean, I, on a micro scale, I foresee bringing it. I know it's oh, so real. I feel it in my heart, man. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's coming back with a vengeance. I was. I was just in a Business Insider article about cacao. Like, what? You know, like she's. She's making herself known, and um, yeah, I, it's. It's. Yeah. It's I that. I think that. bringing it, bringing it to Google, bringing it to corporations, I think is a, a next level. Um, that's what you're. I feel like that's part of what you need to like share, girl. Like yeah. in this corporate field of like opening your hearts and not being so centered on like the the domination of control and money and yep. remember why we're actually here yeah and like again like that's probably the next level of like bringing home the medicine right bringing it back <laughs> <laughs> i am just getting all of these visions right now i can't even like boom my third eye open right oh now for gosh. you girl yeah wow. woo Wahey guru. Yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy I asked that question. Mm -hmm. I just like literally is like bringing chills all up in my sky. Mm -hmm. Go. Yes. Go. Yeah. Great. Mm. Oh, yes. Okay. So my last question is where can we find more of you and your brilliance and your light? Mm. You can find me, sinashakti.com, Instagram, at sina underscore shakti. And the cacao course is openyourheartwithcacao.com. Um, I'm in Sonoma County and leading ceremonies in the Bay Area. So I've got a bunch coming up next month. And all that is on your website, I'm sure. The it will right. be very soon, but it's on my Instagram course so it's on the ig so the makes IG. It, that makes it a fish yeah the website's like you know maybe later <laughs> no yeah, it will be not, no, yeah, it's happening it's, it's, it's time it takes time it's all moving. there's yeah. only one person dude that's what i tell people all the time like i'm trying to do it all by myself i'm doing my best right, man right God, yeah give me a chance and you're um, doing great yeah thanks 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 for seeing me yeah. um okay wait one last question i have okay what is something you would like to share that we haven't talked about that is mm. really helping people who may feel the call to start embarking on this journey or this plant medicine, what is one piece of advice or one little nugget of wisdom, a little gem that you would like to send off with? Mm. I would like to send off with the learning that I've discovered of, uh, you know, most of the teachers that we meet in our lives are no better or no or are not more um, worthy worthy than you are and um, I know for me I put a lot of weight into like idolizing teachers putting people on platforms putting them like above me and then I was given really kind of harsh experiences of their humanness and the fact that most teachers, unless you're really with an enlightened like guru level person, like a real guru, not just like a guru. Because um, you are your own guru. Right. Yeah. Like, like, right. It's all coming back to that. So basically that's my, my wisdom is like your your core your your knowing is truth is your truth and like a teacher could say one thing and that could conflict with your knowing stay with your knowing mm -hmm. just like yes. you 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 keep coming back to you thank you for saying that because i know like there's been definitely times in my life where my teacher is telling me don't do this because they either haven't had the experience or hearsay or, mm -hmm. you know, they, we all come from different experiences. Like, mm -hmm. yes, it's all the same story, but we all have different experiences that bring us yeah. that knowing. And so have unwavering truth about your truth. Like, 
be like unwavering in what you know and what is reigned to be true because other people are doing their best to protect you because they care and they love about you. Mm-hmm. But you're always protected. You are always safe. And if that voice, even if it is scary, like you have to listen to your innate knowing, like yeah. your heart. And so no. thank, thank God for cacao that's helping us heal our hearts again. Because literally the thing is, is like we've been so stuck in the bottom three triangle, the, the you know, mm-hmm. our lower chakras because there's so much trauma Mm-hmm. That that's why that that the kundalini hasn't hit the heart because mm-hmm. there's blocks that we're facing in our solar plexus and our sacral chakras and most definitely not feeling grounded. Yeah. So um, I would just say, because I just want it's just coming through, like as you go on this journey of opening your heart, you know, like be gentle with yourself because mm-hmm. you are cutting through ancestral like shit you're cutting through the karma of our ancestors and our own you know way of understanding when we are so naive and like listening and so impressionable to our parents and our communities and things like that that we didn't know who we were mm-hmm. that as we open up our hearts it's just to remember that that vibration and that love I don't know that's I just had to share that totally I have one thing that I need to say yeah know that you know like know that you know yeah oh yes (laughs) yes 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 you know everything guys everything 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 it's all inside of you and sometimes like ask for help you know that's the thing like you know everything but you don't have to do it alone totally and you're not doing it alone really no you know, well, you got your guides around you. You've got like spirit with you. Like totally. if you think you're doing it alone, then that's totally your ego. And you got to check yourself check before it. you wreck yourself <laughs> anymore. Right. So, okay. Well, see, so, you know, I can like talk to you all day. I know. Like these are, this is why I really feel like I only do the podcast so I can like talk. Hang out. <laughs> like, hang out. Yeah. I love it. I love to hang out and I love hearing like other people's perspectives and their point of views. And then, you know, it's really good when we get to share each other's stories and have other people listen to it. And then it's like, Oh my God, I'm not alone. So yeah. for reminding us that we're not alone. And especially when we're taking those big leaps and the big risks, yep. like thank you for your vulnerability and your authenticity mm. and your commitment and your dedication to mm. opening the hearts with cacao and mm. to really connect to that innate wisdom that is in these plants that surround us and within us. Mm. So I just like deep bow sister. And I'm so, I'm so grateful. And I was really looking forward to this, this conversation and thank you for being you and for showing up and for helping all my friends open up to cacao. <laughs> Thank you so much. Because yeah. we're all connected, right? It's cacao like, tribe. If, if, oh, yeah, tribe. Cacao tribe all the way. So. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. This was really fun. And uh, I'm so thanks, sister. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. So, yeah, so this is Sina, everyone. And um, start working with cacao. Like, this is the time for us to open our hearts. Like, mm-hmm. it's time is to stop being so closed off and to be so disconnected. Like, this is our time to reconnect and go back to that innate truth and that innate wisdom and mm-hmm. to step into our brilliance and our radiance and to just like dance it out and come together in communion and celebration and community. So, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Satnam.